It's here. Here's how turndown service works. About half an hour ago, a bright orange van with happy cartoon fish on the sides pulled into the Quill Marine parking lot. The guys inside lifted out a big, bright orange box on wheels and handed it off to my team, who rolled it through security and downstairs to me. Okay, guys, let's get him in. The box is as long as a coffin, but a bit wider and a lot taller, so it doesn't look like a coffin. So anyone who might be watching, anyone who's not cleared to know, will think we're just moving equipment. Engine room? All good, no trace. I was a little sloppy there, I'll admit. We're supposed to bring them out to the tent before doing it. But there's something about dragging a guy to his death while he looks at you like nothing matters. And at some point we figured out. You can mop inside Object E just like you can mop anywhere else. All right. Let's get moving. Chief, come on. You don't have to do that. There's like a dozen people. Walk out with me. Yeah. It's not like we have to take guys out every week, but it happens. Sometimes harp casualties happen. Andy's not the first. No, me, I want the freight wide open when we get there and no bullshit. But sometimes it's because people can't handle moss. Or the spaceship, or I don't know what it all means cosmically. And some people just can't handle the secrets. Dak, seriously, you look wiped. I'm good. Hear that? Or I guess, do you not hear that? Normally, Hangar 11's a buzz of activity... But during turndown service, everyone just works in silence. Here, let me tip it up for you. Turndown service, Nomi. Don't screw around. That's the thing about Quill Marine. Hell, any Sierra-owned secured facility, really, but especially this one. You fuck up, you fall apart, whatever it is. We can't just send you back to your life. Not knowing this... So it happens, and just often enough that we have a process for it. So, Matt Salem? What? What? Sorry, I didn't mean to, I know know you're- No, it's cool, my bad. What about him? You want to put him on the Hayden team? Yeah, just since we're, just since you get your shit together. Is it because you're thinking he's the next Andy, like in terms of Lloyd? Because that's its own set of problems. It's not that he's the next Andy or not the next Andy. It's that he splits the difference. He's good with Lloyd, but he's not as familiar. I mean, it's Hayden. You think he's up for it? All I've got is my instincts. Cool. Fair enough. Pretty, right? How we have to talk about replacing him before he's even. But Hayden's here Monday. The colorful, oversized box doesn't fool anyone upstairs at the checkpoints. They all know what it means. Are you here at this the worst for them is it'll be a while before they even know who it is. You can't access Hangar 11 security cameras anywhere other than bird's eye downstairs. The upside is only people cleared to go to Hangar 11 will ever know what's down there. The downside is Lauren, Rosh, and everyone else upstairs just has to wonder who we lost. Hey, Rosh. Turn down service. And you can see that in their demeanor. Chin here, breathe out, and don't blink.
Less than 10 minutes later, we've loaded the box back into the bright orange cartoon fish van. Parker, get that gate open. Turn down's on the way out. Parker's supposed to recheck ID on the way out, but nobody wants to keep turndown service around any longer than necessary. Patty. Yeah? I don't think I can drive. You think I was going to let you drive? I can't leave, but I'll send up Shell. There's paperwork. Your crap-ass signature? I could fake it holding the pen in my toes. Looks like turndown's gone. And that's the end of Chatty Andy. He's my seventh in the time I've been here, and I wheel them up myself. Every single time. Tor Labs presents Steal the Stars by Mac Rogers. Produced by Gideon Media. Episode 3, Turndown Service. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I flop straight onto the bed with all my clothes on and sleep for 10 hours above the covers. The harp is a motherfucker. When I pull in the next morning, it hits me. We work in staggered shifts at Quill Marine, and I know the rotation like I know my own face. Matt's already been on four hours. He'll have seen his new orders. He'll know he's on the special team for the Hayden visit. My special team. Dak. Oh. Morning, Lloyd. Hmm. You know shit's bad when Lloyd's monosyllabic. The, the, uh, young man. Squared away. Right. Right. Um, uh, uh, if there's anything, uh, with the family... I need to get him off this. So, if you're just coming to work now, that must mean medical cleared you to go home. Yes. Uh, apparently, well, clearly, obviously, uh, I, I, I came out fine. The N5 coating works, the suit works. I just thought a successful test after all this time would feel different. I tell Patty to have everyone assembled in Hangar 11. I'm guessing, and it's a total guess because I don't know what the hell I'm doing, that it'll be easier to see him in a group than one-on-one. Security chief on deck! Turns out I'm right. It does make it easier. His face among shells, Vaughn's, even the little shit Grant. It just feels like I'm talking to my team. Okay, look, people. We're all from different corners of the armed forces, but all learned some version of bad situations make good soldiers. This is a bad situation. There's no sugar for the coating. We just had to lose a guy in the worst way, right on top of finding out the man who pays all our salaries moved up his visit a week and will now be here in five days. And bear in mind, Mr. Hayden and his team will be trained in none of the MOS protocol or Object E protocol or HARP.
protocol that's standard for anyone else admitted to this hangar. So our job for the duration of their visit is to protect these people from our assets and protect our assets from these people. That's going to take precision handling, firm but courteous. All of you are And I here. flick my eyes at Matt like, this is all professional, understand? Because you keep cool and you stay on your patch. That's going to be key to make sure Hayden and Moss get through Monday in one piece. Patty and I are going to get back to you with more targeted assignments by EOD. Then Saturday and Sunday, we run drills. Not even a peep. The kind of people who get pissy about losing a weekend don't tend to wash up here. There's movement behind them, and I see Harrison signal me. Lloyd's right behind him. All right, hit your shifts, but do not leave without picking up your detail in the staff room. We'll reassemble at the time indicated. Dismissed. And suddenly he's walking straight at me. My stomach lurches. What is he doing? Doesn't he know if he walks any closer? I'm gonna... Is there a problem? Just, I'm on object E-duty. My next rotation. I'm just walking past you. Yeah, okay, fine. Do your thing. Hell is wrong with me. I knew that. I start to walk toward Harrison to see what he wants. But he points to the tent instead. Which is why me, Patty, Harrison, and Lloyd are now crowded into the engine room staring at the harp. Right now all I'd be thinking about is how Matt's in the next room, basically five feet away. If it weren't for what Harrison just said. All right. Sir, with all due respect... Chief Prentice, if anyone's been here long enough to say you're kidding me, right? It's you. Can I say it? Hayden had Lloyd's full test report before we spoke to him on video conference this morning. I wasn't foolish enough to hope for congratulations, but I assumed at least that our conversation would focus on the successful test. But all he wanted to ask about was Andy. And after we'd answered every question imaginable about the harp's effect on unprotected human bodies, Lloyd... He, uh, well, he asked if the harp was field deployable. Field as in... As in against hostiles. All right, uh, well, clearly, without question, th th there's a range of issues to consider. Can we move the thing or not? You mean, can we move it or can we move it safely? Both, I suppose, though Hayden may be more interested in the first one. I kneel at the base of the harp. I mean, you can see how it's... Lloyd, I don't want to step on your toes here. Well, uh, obvi obviously, it, it, it appears to be secured to the floor via two approximately 18-inch pins that pass through holes in both the base and the bottom frame of the harp. Pins that don't appear to be secured in any way. Sure, it looks like you can pull them right out. We just... Obviously, we never have. Patty, you're making a face. I mean, the thing literally killed a guy yesterday. Are we seriously... Yes. Hayden was very specific on this point. A weapon has to be two things. It has to hurt people, and it has to be portable. We're under direct orders to showcase the harp's effect outside the engine room. Okay, okay. Patty, let's talk it through. How many do we need to carry it? I have no idea. It could be anywhere between... between let's uh, start with two, but have enough for four. I doubt it's big enough for more than four people to even put hands on it. Okay, for what? Lloyd suits, or whatever we're calling them. N5. 
suits. We'll try lifting with two, then we'll add two more if it's not enough. I do like Lloyd suits. How long to make at least three more, Lloyd? I, I mean, obviously obviously the, the seals alone take, and, and then you have to run tests. We're talking about conservatively two weeks, though I'd, I'd prefer. We need them by Saturday. That's insane. We need a day between the test and Hayden's arrival to rework logistics based on what we learn. That's the most wiggle room I can give you. But Chief, it's not just the suits. It's not just the people carrying it. This room is the only thing protecting the whole base. Shit, maybe all of California from that thing. The minute we carry it outside- But what is a room? A room is just a big container. Can we treat smaller containers with N5? Right, one to carry it out, one to store it in. That's doable, right, Lloyd? What? I don't get it. Who are we even running this test on? Is someone supposed to volunteer to get harp nuked? My understanding is that Hayden's team will be bringing a subject with them. Okay. Wow. But how can Hayden watch that test without being harp nuked himself? I guess we'd need, like, a see-through version of the engine room. Lloyd? I, I, I don't understand what is being asked of me. Wait, this what? all seems very achievable to me. Achievable! Salem? Uh, what? Yeah, Chief? Can you walk Lloyd? He just needs a little break. May I make a request first? No. You can carry out my order. You said you'd need two people carrying the harp. I'd like to volunteer to be one. Well, that seems strange to me, Salem. Why would you do that? Because I don't want to be a new fish anymore. I want to graduate. Doc. Only if I'm the other one. What? Non-negotiable. Well, Doc, I don't know that I concur. Not for nothing, I also don't concur. Look, due respect to the parties involved, this is bullshit. If Sierra wanted to change the game this much, they should have given us a month. Instead, it's Monday. I'm not big on I wouldn't ask you to do anything I wouldn't do myself, but every once in a while, it's the only way to go. So now I have to choose between I disagree and I trust your judgment? They can't both be true. Sure they can. Who do you want for the backups? Anyone but Patty. This goes totally south. You need someone you can trust at the helm. And it's only after I say it, when I catch her, getting her face under control, that I realize it might be the nicest thing anyone's ever said about her. You can get me names by the end of the day? Definitely. Then let's go to work. This is how far gone I am. I just signed up for the most dangerous gig since my last tour. Except I'm blushing and tingling like I just planned to meet someone at a hotel. Chief... What? What's up, Patty? It's bullshit. You give this detail to someone else. You're the chief. Right. I'm the chief, so I exempt myself from toilets and third shift and everything where you have to stand up all day. I'm not proud. But this... This is another kind of thing. Look, I'm not gonna start getting all weepy or whatever. Why not? I might die. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> but if we were ever like... I, I don't know, deployed or whatever. Oh, can you imagine at my age? I'd follow you anywhere. I'd follow you into anything. Be a vegetarian. That's an order. Eat a dick made of meat. <laughs> you can pick the other two names. Just get them to me soon. On it. As guard shift starts, Matt comes out of Object E. We budget two seconds to look at each other. Hangar duty, Northwest Quadrant. 
Have fun. It's going to be round the clock now, straight through Monday. Whatever the hell he's thinking, I won't be able to get him alone to ask. I ride Lloyd's ass till it's raw and it pays off. By Saturday midnight, we've reconvened in the hangar, and Matt and me are putting brand new Lloyd suits on. Okay, I guess we just put the helmets on and close the seals, right? Yeah, just... What? I've only ever sealed these on someone else. I'm just figuring out doing it backwards. <laughs> okay, you guys look crazy. You like it? This job, I swear. What's that? Lloyd had it sent down. Standard issue oversized field bag, externally treated with N5. Should be easily big enough to carry the harp. Lloyd's got you running errands now? He's huddled up with Harrison on something. <laughs> At least he doesn't have me dressed like Flash Gordon. Were there spacesuits on Flash Gordon? Okay, you know what? You're still new. <laughs> All right. Don't piss me off. I can't control her. She's... Yeah, totally fair. And for two seconds, I'm enjoying myself. Before Lloyd and Harrison trudge in with long-ass faces. What? Lloyd's holding out two more pairs of gloves. We already have gloves. Yes, these are, uh, these aren't treated with N5. Say what? Lloyd noticed something. Uh, Well, obviously, since Moss, you know, uh, be he dead or be he... (laughs) Clearly, he can't answer questions, so obviously extrapolation is a key factor in... Lloyd... I noticed that the base the harp rests in keeps it from touching the floor. Right. I know that the ceiling and walls of the engine room all contain more than one coating of N5. I took the samples myself. So does the floor. Lloyd's afraid the reason Moss's people placed the harp like that is that if it touches the floor... Specifically the N5 solution coating the floor. It will stop working. Okay, hold on. God damn it. So the gloves you just gave us are not treated with N5. (laughs) Okay, at some point there's a limit, right? The the harp has overnight become Hayden's foremost interest in this facility. I can't risk permanently compromising its functionality. But you can risk Dak. Yes, that's how this works. This isn't drawing enemy fire, this is- All right, Patty. Okay, but it wouldn't be so bad, right? We put on the regular gloves, we put the bag right next to the harp, pull the pins, stuff it right in. Well, of course, taking care not to touch the harp to the N5-treated exterior of the bag. Oh my god! Zip up the bag, put on the N5 gloves. Which, of course, involves unsealing the regular gloves, then sealing the N5 gloves. Eat my ass! Maybe I do need to institute a more military-style culture here at Quill. We can do it. Not your call! Give us an hour to practice with the glove seals. We'll get it so it's second nature. Doc? One request, Lloyd? Uh, Certainly. Anything within my power to... Can the N5 gloves and the bullshit gloves be, like, different colors? Different... Yes! Yes! That, that, yes, that, that will be done. That, that will be implemented. And my huge goddamn protest is noted for the record. Everything in this room is recorded, so yes. An hour later, Matt and me are practicing glove seals. It's crazy. We're alone, and there's no way we can get in trouble for it. And bullshit gloves off. Bullshit gloves off. Lloyd's in the engine room doing a last once-over. Patty's in the hangar training the backups, and Harrison's been cleared out for safety. Real gloves on. Real gloves on. And seal.
and seal. Okay, again. I have a thought. You have a thought? I had a stretch where I wore suits almost like these in, um... An overseas event? Yeah. I almost did a tour in one of those zones. They scrambled us to something else at the last minute. A thing that they did was have us pair up and seal each other instead of sealing ourselves. Is that faster? Like four seconds faster, but... Hey, I respect four seconds. It's weird how much it is sometimes, right? All right, let's try it. Unseal mine. Okay. Unsealed left. Unsealed right. Let me try. Hold out your... Yep. Unsealed left. Unsealed right. Now reverse. Yeah, do me first. Sealed left. Sealed right. How do I know I've gone crazy? Easy. I'm so happy I could die. 90 minutes later, it's go time. Okay, Patty, we're entering the engine room now. You're wearing the bullshit gloves, right? Confirming bullshit gloves. And the bag's wide open, right? Confirming. We should be able to drop the harp straight in. Then, I guess if no one's gonna call this crap off... Nope. Then it's over to you, Chief. You're calling the place from here on out. I kneel by the harp, just like Lloyd said. The pins securing it to the base aren't locked down in any way. Okay. I'm going to go for a pin. Matt, you're holding the harp steady? Two hands on it. I won't let it fall. Okay. Pulling pin number one. Anybody hearing anything? All quiet here. Great. Pulling pin number two. Okay. Still no Indiana Jones shit happening. It's early in. How we doing up there? Doesn't feel like it's tilting. Kind of feels like it's... No trailing off, you know better than that. Like it's light as hell. Let's find out. You got that end, I got this end? Sounds good. Backup folks are in suits. Dak, ready on your command. Understood, Patty. We're gonna go on three. Exactly on three. Copy. One, two, three. You are not kidding. What's wrong? What's happening? It's like balsa wood. Like it feels wrong how light it is. I almost feel silly holding one end. I could take it out by myself. That's not what you practice, guys. Stick to the plan. Like, I almost feel like I could throw it over one shoulder. No, Patty's right. Like we practice. Mirroring my steps. When you move, I move. And one, and two, and three. Stop! Okay, so you heard it too? Patty? I'm reading a ripple on the instruments. No clue if it's gonna happen again. Terrific. Renewing my recommendation to abort. I mean, let's just get it in the bag, right? It's like five more steps. I'm ready. On me. And one. And two. And three. Guys. And four. Guys. We're right over it. Let's just lower it. Shit. Shit! I'm, I'm losing it. Guys! Get it in the bag! I'm losing my grip. It's like it weighs a ton all of a sudden. It weighs the same. It's just draining you. Switch the gloves now. And the harp just slips out of our helpless hands. Fuck! What? What's the status? Somebody I know it's me. not full blast yet. How do I know? Because I can imagine waking up tomorrow. But even that's fading. I'm about to lose power. I'm going to lose contact with... Someone tell me what's happening. Someone say something. And just like that, we're both on our knees. I don't remember when that happened. Look. Chief. And now I can feel it. The curtain of black ice descending over me, blotting out every good thing in the world. Chief. Deck. Look. 
It takes me seconds I probably can't spare to figure out what he means. The harp's resting against the side of the bag. The N5-treated bag, and it's still powering up. The insulation doesn't hurt it. Can you get to me? Yeah, I... No. I'll get to you. 90% of my body is telling me, Come on, curl up, nothing matters. But I only need 10 to get to him. Just like we practice. Yeah. Unsealed left. Unsealed right. Numbing. Unsealed left. Unsealed right. Bullshit gloves off. Bullshit gloves off. Real gloves on. Real gloves. I just need to rest. Real gloves on. Yeah. Yeah, real gloves on. Sealing you now. Seal left. Sealed right. Not me. Sealed left. Sealed right. Holy shit. Right? I mean, I don't feel 100%, but... But like a shitload better, right? Let's just get it in the bag. Can you hold the flaps back? Yeah. Putting it in now. And it's in. Close it up. Activating seals. We're at full power-up, right? For how long? No idea. Never been this off schedule before. Have to do the rest in the dark. Well, why stop now? I climb out of the spaceship and Matt hands me the bag through the fissure. He tries to take it from me as we walk through the hangar in the dark, but it's weird. I want it. My papoose been looking after it for years. This is the mark. How can you tell? This is my house. I know every corner. I deactivate the seals and pull the still thrumming harp out of the bag. Come on, buddy. How long have we known each other? I can wait you out. You know I can. How long before we get power back? There you go. Fucking talk to me! Lights start coming on all around us. Drop the cube, Patty. We're in place. Holy Jesus, dick. Okay, cube coming down now. The mark on the floor is treated with N5, just like the 10 by 10 see-through plexiglass cube Patty's winching down over the harp right now. I guess, um... First time we're actually seeing each other since we almost died. I guess we better get out of range. He holds out his hand, and you know what? I've got a rock-solid excuse for taking it. We crawl to the periphery as the cube descends over the harp, and the harp hums its way back to sleep. So today's Sunday, and I'm driving down a dark road. I woke up three hours ago at 5 goddamn p.m. They'd already cleared Matt, 
and sent Matt home. When the medic signed off on me, Harrison said, What you've earned is a year off. I can give you six hours. Use them to rest. Tomorrow's the biggest day we've ever had. I'm making this call from a burner phone so he won't recognize the number. I'm gambling that he'll know what that means. Hello. And I just breathe. Get here. I park 15 minutes away. Part of me screaming, you are giving him so much time to change his mind. By the time I'm on the second level walkway of his motel, it's like I've been walking all night. I'm outside his door. Oh, Jesus. There's an easy way to fix this. There's such an easy way to stop everything that's coming. Just don't knock. And then he's on me. And then I'm on him. And now everything else that's going to happen, it's locked in. No more stops. Express line all the way to the end. Steal the Stars by Mac Rogers. Starring Ashley Atkinson. Presented by Tor Labs. Produced by Gideon Media. Episode 3 also features... Nima Jarabji, Rebecca Comtois, Nat Cassidy, James Wetzel, Kelly Ray O'Donnell, and Brian Silliman. Music by Linda Worsley. Sound design by Bart Fassbender. Directed by Jordana Williams. Next time on Steal the Stars. I'm not scared of a blackout. Can we get started? Okay, everybody, stand tall and shut up! I want to report an instance of fraternization among members of your select team. I own it, free and clear. I can't help you. Uncuff her. Questions? Tell him I'll be in touch very, very soon. Did you guys seriously lock me up with, with a harp?